Hi everyone, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost of Joy of Junk Journaling. We're talking, we're talking, and today we're talking about feeling stuck. Do you ever feel stuck when you think about journaling? When, do you ever feel stuck when you look at a blank page? Do you ever feel stuck when you want to create something and you have absolutely no idea or what direction to go in? Uh, well, hopefully we're going to have a little chat about that because uh, I have uh, felt that way many times and uh, I always think about my mom. She always said to me, just remember, you're never stuck. There's always something that you can do, a different direction you can point your feet in, a different way you can look at something. And I try and bring that to my journaling and I'm thinking that others may experience similar feelings as well. The complete paralysis of uh, creativity seems to go right out the window when you sit down in front of all your very intimidating tools and supplies and everything. And especially when you're just starting out and you're just thinking, okay, what am I going to make? What am I going to make? Is it going to be good enough? Are people going to like it? Uh, Am I going to just make it for myself or am I going to commit to giving it as a gift or am I going to sell it? And, uh, uh, it just seems so uh, overwhelming and, and uh, like, a, like a tidal wave of commitment seems to be barreling towards you. And I want to just say, hold the horses, hold, 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 hold the horses. First of all, just remember, nothing has even happened yet. Okay, so uh, everything is fine. There's the, the earth is as it should be and everything is okay. And then I want you to think again that it's mindset. Okay, that's all this is, is mindset. You just got to go with the flow, ease into it, and you have to have um, this feeling of gentleness with yourself and your creativity. Uh, encourage it. It's like a little small mouse inside, you know, a little, uh, you know, a little doorway on the baseboard, you know, in the old cartoons. When Come on out, little guy. It's all right to come out and play. And uh, there's no... There's nobody grading this. There's nobody going to say uh, you you are now sentenced to the junk journal doom and gloom uh, hall of fame because uh, your junk journal stunk. Uh, you know, first and foremost, this should be fun for you. We create these things because they give us joy. And sometimes the joy sparks along the way as you're making it. And sometimes it's, it's rampant. It's everywhere. You're like a little new puppy and the tail is, you know, wagging around and you can't make things fast enough. And other times it's just like, you know, you know, dust bunnies are rolling by and uh, the brain is just not seeing all the possibilities that are always there all the time. So let's talk about this a little bit. Let's break it down. So when you're feeling stuck, just remember, you're never stuck. And let's talk about some different topics related to this. Uh, first one is resources. Uh, remember, sometimes inspiration comes from your resources. And this isn't to say that if you don't have a lot of stuff, you have no inspiration. I'm actually far from it. Sometimes I feel more inspired when I have less stuff. Have you ever felt that way? Um, I think Nick the Booksmith did a desert challenge where you could only use five things or something like that to do a journal and the creativity I saw come out of people was astounding. I thought it was really sheer brilliance and it it completely moved me. So, uh, and you know, I felt myself that sometimes when my fridge is bare, I come up with much better recipes than when the fridge is full. Sometimes too many ingredients uh, becomes an overwhelming uh, uh, feast 
and uh, the delicate subtleties of the the nuances of the of uh, one spice gets lost or drowned out. So sometimes having less is more when it comes to resources. And I also want to put the floodlight on your resources if you're having that feeling. It is the Christmas season, and um, you know a lot of things are about gift giving and materialism and running out and buying this and buying that and getting all excited and da 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 da. And I get that. Um, but I also want you to remember that sometimes, and there is great joy in that hunt. Don't get me wrong. I'm all about that too. Definitely. (laughs) But, um, there's also an enormous amount of resources at your fingertips all the time, everywhere, no matter what. And I just want you to remember this shop at home first, go through your stuff and find out what you have that can go in your journals. It doesn't always have to be the most precious papers that you have, uh, but you may find a nice collection of precious papers that you sort of stuck in a drawer somewhere and and really didn't do anything with them other than just shoving them in a drawer and they just take up space. But uh, maybe there's some very important things uh, that you'd like to house or display or um, curate or caretake or put them in a journal so that others could also appreciate and enjoy them. How nice would that be in the holidays if you had some of old papers from the old family and as people came over to visit you could pull this out and people would uh, look through it and talk about memories and and wonderful times and oh I remember when so-and-so did this and -and so-and-so did that. Kind of along the lines of a scrapbook but a little bit different because it opens up the possibilities of um Uh, you can do anything with the journal. You can go as deep into any area as you want. You can make it as simple. It can be the writing style journal, or you can make it as uh, elaborate as you want. And it can can become a piece of furniture, literally, depending on how you want to develop it. So um, we'll talk about uh, scrapbooks at a different section, but let's Let's focus on the resource, uh, the resourcefulness that is around you at all the time, all the time. Uh, I recommend starting in your little craft area and gathering your tools and see what you have. Maybe you have a craft area. Maybe you have a craft room. uh, Maybe you have a craft house (laughs) or uh, maybe a craft garage or a he he shed or she shed or woman cave, man cave, whatever it is. Maybe it's just um, your side of the couch. Who knows? But uh, I would uh, collect a few things, maybe make a little uh, tote or a, um, a little box or a little basket full of your most favorite items and keep them close by. And uh, sometimes just seeing them, seeing that little collection of your favorite little items to play with, your favorite scissors, your favorite glue, uh, maybe your favorite stamps or some whatever, whatever it is that uh, gets you excited about making things. A little collection can sometimes be an inspiration. Um, and if you make it easy for yourself, if you have it by the TV, um, maybe by your bedside, maybe by in your craft room, easy grab and go, uh, maybe a small stash in your car in case you get inspired to craft or paint or something along the way. There's so many ways to do this. Um, so anyway, let's explore the house. Let's explore your house together and or your apartment or your tent or whatever it is. There's stuff there. I promise you. Okay. So first of all, Take a look wherever you are, whatever room you're in right now, just take a look around you and right now ask yourself the famous question or the famous statement often runs through a junk journaler's mind, I could use this in a junk journal, okay? And if you've ever experienced the, oh my God, I could use this in a junk journal, 
you're on the right path. Okay, so once your brain starts going down that little rabbit hole and everything you come across, you start running it through the, can this go in a junk journal test? And uh, you'll find that all of a sudden your supply your supplies will uh, start to grow. Uh, one easy thing to uh, approach is the mail. I mean, this is a virtual horde of free coming to you junk mail, envelopes, uh, direct mailer cards. I mean, you've got so many supplies right there in the mail um, that is literally free and um, is going to be ending up in a landfill if we don't do something with it. So there's one wonderful free resource that you can be guaranteed that uh, things will come just about every single darn day and uh, give you lots of things to play with. Uh, The next place I might explore might be... um, your junk drawers. I don't know if anybody else has junk drawers, but I have junk drawers. Um, I used to have a giant kitchen junk drawer and I would start rummaging through that. And what I would find in there would be old keys that are defunct. I'm not using them anymore, but they become wonderful resources for uh, spine jewelry and dangles. And you can glue a key onto a page or you can make a a key collage or, or you can put keys on the cover. I mean, there's so many things that you can do with that. Maybe you have little paper fasteners or brads or um, uh, you have a little stationary area with staples and stapler and tape and scissors. And so now you can see you're starting to collect tools and some supplies, which is awesome. And um, so I'm going through my junk drawers and I'm pulling out all sorts of things. I'm not sure quite exactly how I'm going to use them yet, but it's okay because I'm amassing my my <clears throat> hoard <laughs> and... Uh, then, um, you know, I've got all these wonderful things that are going in every direction and I'm very excited and I'm going to now move on to my little sewing area. If you have a sewing area, you might want to explore all the little things that you have. Maybe you don't have a sewing area. Maybe you just have, you know, a sewing, very dusty sewing machine that's tucked under uh, something, <laughs> some piece of furniture that hasn't been used in a while, but odds are maybe you have some threads, maybe you have some needles, maybe you're lucky enough to have a darning needle. Uh, you know, maybe you have little fasteners and clasps and things like that that are living in there, which are amazing to be able to make very unique and interesting pieces of embellishments. And uh, you can decorate your ephemera with these. Uh, so many things. Zippers. I mean, uh, you are never at a loss for stuff. Now we drift away from the sewing room and we migrate over into our our bedrooms and our closets. And we start looking through our bedside table drawers and uh, old, um, you know, magazines, old little papers that we've saved away for something. How about receipts? Receipts are awesome uh, uh, pieces of ephemera. They don't have to be old. They can be from uh, today. Uh, just a, sometimes a little piece of a torn receipt uh, on a page can look amazing. Just ink up the edges, plop it down, and it gives a, a sense of nostalgia for another time. Uh, or this time, sometimes it's just catching the eye, giving it something to ponder or to think about. It's a wonderful thing. So we go from the uh, bedside drawers and uh, our little nightstands and uh, we migrate into the bedroom closet. And oh my goodness, there. well, let's just say, let's just say 
that I have had to go through my bedroom closet several times because there was um, a little issue in there of, of a, you know, like there was just too much stuff, let's face it. So I went through the whole KonMari, Marie Kondo phase and I pulled everything out and went everything through. And of course I was journaling at the time and I thought, oh my God, this is a wealth of material that I can use in my journals. I could totally use all this in my, in my journals. I had so many things and I thought, well, you know, I could send them all off to the Goodwill, which is great, but I could also repurpose them. And that seemed to breathe new life into them. And I loved that idea. It was a little hard at first, uh, cutting up clothes. And I had a lot of lacy things and things like that. And, you know, I thought, well, you know, let me just go for it and see where it goes. Because, you know, I can always take, I can cut apart a shirt or cut apart a dress and if it feels good I'm going to embrace it and if it doesn't feel good and I'm not having a good time and I can always stop myself and then just take the rest down to Goodwill. So uh, there you go. Uh, so I needless to say probably have about four bins worth of material in my garage right now that I need to go through and um, that's from the clothing of course always wash your clothing wash your you know whatever you're going to be using material wise for your journals as a courtesy for the uh, owner um, and you know just cleanliness and hygiene that would make sense of course uh, but it is a beautiful way to get extra second lives out of your stuff and and again it doesn't end up in the landfill and you're recycling and the planet's happy and um you know i, I it's a good thing so and now, you're not limited just to your closet there's everybody else's closet in the house too maybe your husband or uh you've got kids or let's say your aunt sally is a little bit of a pack rat and she needs some con- marie condoing over there and you decide to go over there and help her clean up a little bit and you're kind of giving her the oh by the way if you're not going to use that do you mind if i I save that for my journals and um, it's amazing you know there's ways to acquire uh, journals resources and supplies it can be done people and uh, all right let's now let's migrate we're going around the house hey anybody have an attic anybody have a basement anybody um, have a garage oh my gosh the garage is full of things that you can use wallpapers and washers I mean, like the little metal rings and and all the different hardware supplies. I mean, so many things can be incorporated into your journal. Um, It's just a a treasure trove of exploration. You could be out there all day pulling things up. Now, warning, you want to pace yourself and you don't want to overload. Sometimes less is more. And I should listen to this advice myself. I don't. Um, But, uh, you know, just take a few things uh, and sometimes just putting them down on the table and tossing them in a pile together all of a sudden interest will be sparked and you'll be thinking, oh, I never thought of putting lace with um, washers before, but that looks kind of cool. It's kind of juxtapositioning itself against each other. I'm doing the, you know, the the leather and the lace or the the industrial mixed with, um, uh, you know, Victorian and uh, you'll get so so many ideas will start flowing uh, through you. Okay, let's uh, let's rummage through what else you have around the house. Do you have magazines? Do you have old books? Do you have old uh, textbooks from school? Oh, they make a wonderful resource. How about old novels that you've read a million times and and uh, you know you're not going to read anymore, and your friends have all read the no- the novels already, and uh, you just you're stuck with this paper, and you have this feeling that you can't let go of the paper. You don't want to let go of the paper or give away a, or throw out a book. What could you do with it? How about honoring that book and uh, turning it into uh, the pieces of a new journal? What a beautiful way to honor that book. 
Um, so there are so many things I'm, you know, just thinking about in my, my, my house here, you know, I'm just roaming around in my mind where I find stuff. And a lot of it comes in packaging when we go shopping, when we order things, when we get stuff from Amazon, um, there's this inordinate amount of packaging that comes with it. So I would say, keep an eye on that packaging. You're going to find adorable little, uh, cardstock things. You're going to find little tiny boxes. You're going to find uh, beautiful designs on things, uh, little little things, just tiny little things. You're going to find things to wrap your journals in if you want to uh, present them or mail them away. I mean, there's so many available resources uh, for you out there all the time. How about your old jewelry? Let's go talking about the old jewelry. You know the broken piece that you've been saving forever? And you were absolutely sure that one day you're going to find that other earring, and you never do. And I want you to deconstruct these things in your mind. Take a look at them with a new perspective. Consider the other possibilities. What could I do with this? Can I make spine jewelry? Can I glue it onto the outside of my uh, cover? Can I uh, put a tiny little piece of gold something on the inside just for flair, for excitement? Can I put in a little dangle from the uh, center strings of the signature? Uh, maybe I don't have all the little fancy charms and metal charms, but maybe I do in my ju- my broken jewelry collection. Um, so things like that. Uh, there are many, many, many uh, resources around us every day. And uh, this has uh, uh, deviated into a resource talk. Well, I'm just going to carry on with that uh, because uh, uh, we're getting close to time here. But I think that another great resource for you is walk out your front door. Walk out your front door and immediately start looking around. And you're going to find that Mother Nature provides so many wonderful things for you to play with. And uh, she says, listen, I drop these leaves all day long. I drop these nuts. I draw, I look at these berries. Look, look what you can do with these things. You can dry them. You can press them. You can, um, hang them, uh, from your journals. You can make eco prints with my leaves. Uh, if you just spray them with inks and paints and things like that and then press them on paper, you make the most beautiful designs. Uh, I give all this beauty to you just so you can explore and have fun. Um, I give you little twigs. Uh, I give you, you know, I'll probably leave the, the creatures. Don't, don't take the little creatures. Um, they need to stay where they are. <laughs> but uh, just re- remember that there are so many things out there. So um, as you are going along in your day and you are waddling outside of your house, uh, I waddle. You, you probably walk very gracefully, but I waddle outside of my house to pick up the mail at the mailbox. And just in that journey, I can find 101 things to use in a journal. And, um, you know, sometimes you'll go and chit chat with a neighbor and you'll be looking at his plant going, oh, that's a beautiful leaf I could, I could use. And you might say, hey, you know, Joe Schmo, um, would you mind if I pluck a leaf or a flower or a petal or something like that? I'd like to put it in a journal. And for some reason, people get all tickled pink about the fact that you see value in something that they have and that you would love to add it to one of your journals. And they suddenly get that it will be immortalized. And they're in honored in a sense. I'm like, oh, you know what? Go right ahead. And I'd love to see it when you're done. And the next thing you know, your little world starts to expand. And then all of a sudden, there's one more person in the world who starts to learn about what a junk journal is and what it can mean um, through you and through your experience. And I think that's where the beauty comes when we start to share how much joy there is in making books and how much fun we can have making these books. And uh, uh, I think that uh, if we can find ways to make them 
easily and they're simple and they're fun and anybody can do it, that I think that that's a good skill to pass down um, to uh, future generations and maybe putting the value back into a book again where it's uh, we've gone all digital age and, and uh, the actual old book construction and the paper text and paper uh, written papers are disappearing before our eyes but uh, if we can just think that um, and just remember that there's great joy in uh, uh, some of the old ways and uh, hearkening back to old times Old times, my God, can you believe that? Old times when we used to have books. That wasn't that long ago, um, at least not to me. But um, I hope you uh, share in the joy of this journey with me together. And I've really had fun talking with you guys today. So um, I'll be coming back at you with another episode soon. And take care, everybody. I have a, uh, a, a YouTube channel called The Paper Outpost. I can also be found on Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook, and um, uh, this podcast also shows on um, Anchor and Spotify and Radio Public, I believe. So if you have ways to look at the, uh, listen there, please feel free to do that. You can always find it on Anchor. It is free to listen to. And uh, we'll have more coming at you. So um, you guys have fun out there crafting. And uh, I'll be signing off and I'll be talking to you soon. Take care, everybody. Have an amazing day. And remember, create with reckless abandon.